All right, everyone. So thanks for joining me. I am the host of Coffee with Carrie. I'm the blogger for smartgirlmedia.com. I am repointing that to carrylittle.com, but you can still find me as a designated managing broker of Caremark Realty Group. And today's topic is, let me find my notes. Is this going to, is this going to load? Is this going to open? Uh, yeah, send me, send me a DM and I will give you all the information. So the pre-listing appointment, grab your new real estate agent journal or take notes in Evernote, wherever you're going to take notes. If you haven't grabbed the journal, you can get the journal in my link tree and you can now start following me on Amazon at carriejolittle.live where I will be going live now once a week there. And I'm working on a new workbook and a new, so kind of two workbooks, one where you can, um, kind of plan out your day. And then the other workbook will be a list of everything a real estate agent needs to do. So I'm trying to, I'm working on it. So I was thinking of like 52 weeks, a checklist for every week, and then a place to take notes. So keep watching. That's coming soon on Amazon. All right, everyone. So thanks for joining me. All right. So here's my disclaimer. We all work in different states. We all have different forms that we can use. We all have, um, different disclosures. We all have different tactics. I'm giving you a scenario for your, your listing appointment, your pre-listing appointment, which could be just one appointment. Some of you are good at going to the, uh, to the listing, getting the deal right away. Some of you need a two-step process. I'm talking about a two-step process, but only the first step, which could be the only step. So here we go. All right. So, and I might give you some review on some of the past content. Um, all right, so first, you need to prepare for the listing appointment. Preparation is key to nailing the listing. As a real estate um, agent, knowing the marketplace and your seller, and the seller are basic things you can do to make sure you are guaranteed an opportunity to list someone's home or property. Now, I am guaranteeing you that you can get the listing, but it is up to you to convert. I'm not with you. I'm not holding your hand. I am giving you the strategy to get not only in the door. Well, once you get there, you've already gotten in the door, but how to convert the seller. So here we go. And I have like one through 18 steps with steps underneath some of the steps. So number one, and, and you could put these in order um, if you like, but I'm going to say number one, before you actually get to the listing, you need to research the property, know as much as possible about the property. Like literally, you need to know as much as possible about the property. So some of you might drive by the property prior to listing. Some of you might use Google. Um, and this is one of the steps. Um, some of you um, might go and do all your research in the tax system, but you need to know as much about the property as possible. Okay, so like in the subdivision I live in, I sold one of the one a property in the subdivision a few several well more than four years ago, and the seller happened to be one of the first owners, and I still have all of that paperwork layouts of houses. I have the association docs, so I already had that information. So number one, research the property and know as much as possible about the property. Number two, research the seller. You can call it whatever you like. Google, you know, you can call this stalking, but we're going to say research the seller. I like to use LinkedIn because um, it kind of gives me an idea of who I'm working with. So what do I mean? 
If I go to LinkedIn and you're an engineer, we're, we need to really be on point. We need to know the data. We need to know the marketplace. We need to know what's happening and be guaranteed. You need to be, you need to guarantee that the seller is going to say, why should I pay you when houses are flying off the shelf? So now you need to know your value. So you need to do that. So use LinkedIn to know the person you are going to meet with when you arrive. So it's almost like um, the disc assessment, except you're going to research the person on online. Could you look up the person on Instagram, Facebook? Could you Google the person? Absolutely. But I'm saying start with LinkedIn because you know their profession and you know the kind of person they are. If they're a creative, you're probably having more conversation. If they're an engineer, you need to get to the point. If they're an attorney, you better make sure you dot your I's and cross your T's and you better make sure that listing agreement is signed um, when you leave, if they agree to work with you, because I have heard of stories where um, sellers have sold their home before it was listed, even though the seller signed, but the managing broker didn't sign. So I digress. I do you um, do I have the paid version of LinkedIn? Um, I do not have the paid version. I don't think you need the paid version. And maybe it's because I just because of my industry, I haven't I don't know if I should invest or not. But let me say this, you can get a lot of information just by going to LinkedIn. All right. And if you Google someone, if they own the first page of Facebook, I can tell you, you can Google me and you know a lot in minutes, in addition to probably all of my photos. Um, so right, you're different occupations, different personalities, and you need to learn how to adjust. If you've never taken the disc assessment or never taken the class, I'm not an expert, but I know I can talk, 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 and I need to pay attention to that seller. Okay, um, so you need to know who you're working with. Number three, schedule your appointment outside of dinner and breakfast and lunch and kids. Like you, like pay attention. If you, the seller calls you and you hear kids in the background, you might schedule an appointment during nap time, but don't schedule an appointment during dinner, because otherwise you're, you're smelling food, they're cooking. Hey, do you mind if I keep cooking? You're going to be like, sure, go, no, no problem. Mm -mm. You need their undivided attention. And you might, when you schedule the, the appointment, let's say the house is 3,000 square feet, you might need an hour. The house is 10,000 square feet, you need more than an hour. The house is 1,500 square feet, you might need 30, 45 minutes. It really depends on this is why you need to do research because you need to know how long you're going to be there. So tell the seller how much time you need. And maybe you could say it could be a little less or more, but you want their undivided attention. If there are two parties, you might want both people there. And if they say, well, my seller, he, my husband always travels or my wife is always gone. That's okay. But you might want them on the phone because you need to figure out who the decision maker is. All right. So schedule your appointment outside of dinner. And if they say, you do you want dinner? Nope. No, you don't want to eat. Now, if it's your friend, yeah, you might have dinner. So I'm giving you concepts, but you need to learn when to adjust. Now, number four, when you get to the house, we're driving to the house. I'm going to tell, tell you guys some hard things. If your car is your office, stop that. Clean up your car. Wash the car. I don't care if it's an old car. Like we got a, I don't even want to tell you what's in our driveway. We have an older Lexus, but it's clean. Clean the inside of the car. And let me say, you know, here's why. The seller might walk you to your car and look in your car to just see what kind of person you are. Please clean your car. And some of you, um, look, you can go to Target now. You can go to 
Home Goods. I used to go to Steinmart. I think Steinmart is pretty much now online. And I had the cutest bin in the trunk of my car. Like, where do you need to keep stuff? Please, please clean your car. Seriously, clean your car. Um, you could do a Zoom meeting for the pre-appointment and walk through the house, but that's a different conversation. I, in our in our marketplace, most people are we're still going to the houses, but you need to know your client because it could be all through Zoom. But then if you do this, where it might be FaceTime because you need them to walk you through the house. All right, number five arrive early and scope out the area. If you didn't do a previous drive-by, that doesn't sound good. If you didn't drive the neighborhood prior or if you don't know the neighborhood, get to the property early, drive the neighborhood. Um, and you could also do this via, via Google satellite. You can. So this is why I like to drive the neighborhood. About uh, a block and a half over, we have power lines. I wanna know, yeah, my dog is like freaking out. I can hear him at the door. Why are you staring at me? For everyone that's watching, my husband, is he just walked in because the dog is freaking out. I heard him. If you're listening to the podcast later, yeah, you, you, almost, had, you almost had to see this. He gave me a look like I shouldn't be live. Um, Can you wrap it up? Wrap it up? No. They want to hear from me. I have work to do. Wait, to he wants me to wrap it up because he has work to do because he needs me to list a house. He needs me to do paperwork. He needs me to create business cards. I'm starting to feel like I'm not the boss. You are the boss. You just have to do what I tell you to do. Let's if you guys could hear this, Nikki. Nikki Marcus came back. I know he came to see you. Um, but you pray for boss. me. You are the boss. And I'm the boss, but I have to work for you? No, you're the boss, but you have to do what I tell you to do. He, I'm the Repeat that so everybody can hear. That's great. He said, I'm the boss, but I have to do what he tells me to do. <laughs> Who needs a title? Can I, can I just be live and not be interrupted? Just, just a thought. Just a thought. I, uh, listen, Mark wants me to write a book for him. He wants me to come up with an investor book. Um, Ebony, you and Mark should collaborate and do like an investor book together, like a whole checklist. No, you, Nikki, and Mark. We need a, we need a whole book. This is my life every day, like every morning. Um, and I'm, I'm convinced that my phone is listening to me because in the Instagram feed, we had a pop-up for uh, uh, like card games for couples. I'm like, yeah, I could be, I could do a whole card game for him with the questions he asked. Okay, so arrive early, scope out the area because you need to know what's going on. Like, are you in a, a neighborhood where you got somebody with car, the, the neighbors have cars on milk crates, uh, power lines, you need to know this because this could be a make or break for the seller when they list a home. Right. Go away, Mark. Send him a text. Um, yeah, don't, don't, don't come for me. So, uh, and, and in addition to that, take a photo of the front of the home when you arrive. You want to do this for many reasons. And when we get down to coming soon, you might need a photo. Now, of course, I like photos of houses without cars in the driveway. And I know it's different in many markets. When we would um, had a property in Florida, a lot of people use their garages as like a family room. And so everybody's car was in the driveway. But at least take a front photo and then, you know, horizontal view. You need at least a photo. Now, the other thing that when you do get into the house, ask the seller if you can have permission to take photos so you can remember the house. And just say, these are not photos you're going to use in the marketing unless the house is in pristine condition. And I should say, you still need to hire a photographer. All right. Number seven. Number six was take a photo. 
Um, and you might take photos of the neighborhood so you can have an idea of what the neighborhood looks like, especially if you're a producing agent with a lot of listings. Number seven, when you go up to the door, now, I mean, I'm getting really basic with you. It might be different if you know, know the person. Greet the owner and have a plan, an action plan. Um, your plan might be different from the one I discussed, and that's okay. But greet the owner. You, um, you need to be, uh, and by the way, be you. Please be you. Do, you do not have to do exactly what I'm saying. You need to know your personality and you will adjust based on the assessment of what you've done, on the research you've done on LinkedIn, but always know you need to be you. If someone is trying to script you and you are not someone that needs to be scripted, it will not work. I was just in a negotiation class. Um, her name is Maury. I cannot, her name, it's, it's Tia Poor. I, I can't think of her last name. But um, she talks about negotiating from a different perspective. But if you are not your authentic you when you arrive, you're going to screw it up. You're going to mess it up and you're going to stumble over words. Um, yeah, so always bring a plan for the first meeting. So, um, so plan of action, um, you need to be you, but you also need to be willing to adjust based on personality types. That's your number seven. Now, number eight. So I'm giving you my script. Thank the owner for inviting you to preview their home. Provide an information packet. It could be as simple as using cloud CMA. Um, you could have samples of marketing in the packet, packet um, and presentation is key. So um, I know a lot of your brokerages don't give you all of the marketing tools and that's okay. You can create a folder on Vistaprint. You could just go get a, um, like a clear cover um, report. You could just, you, and you just, it just needs to look great. And Canva might be the way to start. And if you bought the seller download for me, you could edit that and make that a part of your cover. But it needs to look good. And I promise you, if you use at least Cloud CMA or the seller download that I, that I created for you to give away, if you do that, you will look better than most real estate agents. Some agents just show up with a yellow notepad. And I have seen some tacky stuff. All right which is why cold calling for me never worked. Oh yeah, like stab me, like cold calling. I used to, first of all, I didn't like getting cussed out. I didn't like um, being hung up on and I, it was just hard for me. Now, do I think I could do cold calling today? Absolutely, but it's just not fun. I like to know the people. All right, so um, uh, you can also email a hard copy um, in addition to the packet you provide. Some people are gonna throw your packet out anyway. Could you do a three ring binder? Know your clients, know the level of, um, some of you can bind it. Like you could go over to Office Depot. If you are a member of Women's Council, you could go have it bound at Home Depot and the discounts are phenomenal. That's why I use Home Depot, I'm sorry, Office Depot. Office Depot, what did I say, Home Depot? Office Depot for my printing because first of all, better quality paper and I get, it's like a 60% discount. So you could put it together a, buy, a bound um, packet. Now, it, and, and by the way, a great time to buy, um, you know, the um, presentation folders, like with the sidebar, Walmart, the Dollar Tree, Office Depot, Office Max, around July when they put out the school supplies, go get a few. But again, you could invest in professional folders from Vistaprint, worth it, or Office Depot, and they do printing. Um, here's another cool thing. I said, you can email a copy of the packet. Here's what you do. 
And yep, Chicago Association of Realtors gets a discount too. So um, know your association. So what Elevate Your Lifestyle just told me is you all should go back to your associations to find out if you get a discount. I know we get a discount with Women's Council. So I know that discount is huge. Um, here's a tip. With that same packet, you could put together that packet in Evernote. You could put that packet together in Google Drive. You could just have everything in a PDF and email it. Schedule the packet to arrive like 15 minutes after you arrive. So you can schedule the email so you know it's already done. All right, so that is your number eight. Number nine, what should you bring to make your preview of the listing effective? Here we go. Now, here we go. I'm about to say a whole lot again. So now here's a whole, this is number nine. What should you bring? But I have a whole bunch of new steps. So under number nine, number one, when you get into the house and you've discerned the seller, will you sit and talk first or will you go straight to walking through the house? Now, I need to say this with some disclaimers. Some of you, depending on who you are, you might get a look and this has happened to me. I went to a listing appointment not too far away. I got to the property, walked in and the seller looked at me like I was not supposed to be the person she thought I was. So I went in, thank you so much for inviting, your, uh, inviting me into your home. Here's some information about me. Here is my business card. And what I would love to do is get started right away. Can we walk through your home? And then, then I'd love to sit down and have a conversation. Like I was in, you are not getting rid of me. I have a couple of minutes to prove that I was okay and safe. And then I said, if you ever have any questions, you can always call my office or you can call me on my cell phone. So we were, I was going right into the appointment. Remember, you have to be someone that has some type of discernment when you get to the property. I needed to make them comfortable. So business card and the packet right out the gate. So know if you're going to sit or know if you're going to start walking. Number two, use the stellar download sheets. So for those of you that bought the stellar download sheets from me, I'm going to tell you what they are if you didn't. And if you didn't buy it, send me a DM and I might reopen it back up for a 50% off. So send me a DM. So here's what I need you to write down. You need these two forms. Now you're going to need, there's more forms, but I need you to create a form that has like one through 20 or one through 10. You want to know every, this one form is everything the seller updated. And the other form is you want to ask them questions as you go. Like, so um, what did you, why did you buy your home? Um, what do you like about the neighborhood? Can you tell me about the city? And this can be just basic conversation as you're walking through. If you're nervous as I'll get out, you need to learn how to have a conversation. So you need those two forms. Um, then uh, number three. So number one, will you sit and walk through the home first or, or walk through the property? Number two, you need those two forms. Could you have this all in digital format? Of course, I'm old school. Do I have everything in Evernote? Yes, but I also have a clipboard. But if someone, so to give you an example, and I th I'm sure I've told you this before, someone called me to list their home and uh, well, someone I knew. I didn't have any of that information with me, but I have it built out in Evernote. If you bought the seller download, I'm going to send it to you. I have everything built out in Evernote for a buyer or a seller so you can ask all the right questions. If you bought the seller's download, watch for an email by tomorrow. I'll send you my templates in Evernote. So um, number three, does your MLS have a listing input sheet? 
I have worked with new agents and new agents say, Carrie, the, the, uh, the, my mentor said, don't use that. You need to give your mentor the side eye and say, but you already know this. I don't. So on your clipboard, now I'm going traditional. You have your two forms, your questions of what have you updated and your, your general questions like, so why did you buy the house? What do you love about the house? Tell me about the area. And then the listing input sheet. Our listing input sheet could be like seven pages, like seven pages. What I want you to do with that listing input sheet, please take it with. I want you to highlight everything you didn't know. So you need that listing input sheet. Please don't show up with that yellow notepad. Um, I actually recommend that you fill out as much as possible on the listing input sheet. Now, some of you that are tech savvy, do you, uh, so a profile sheet, love it, okay. So some of you that are tech savvy, you could start the draft in your listing. Now, I know we all have different processes with our MLS. Our MLS allows me to start the draft. I could start the draft, print a preview of the listing sheet, and then circle everything I didn't know. The reason why I'm telling you, depending on your market, ours is called a listing input sheet. So you need to go to your MLS and figure out what that form is or your association. The reason why I want you to use that form is all of those fields are typically searchable fields. And even if they're optional, I like to call those marketing fields, even if they're marketing fields and they're not required, the more information you get from the seller, the better uh, it is for the buyer when it's syndicated to Realtor.com, Trulia, HomeSmart, EXP, Exit Properties, D. April, John Green, um, the Remaxes of the world, the Century 21s, the Caremarks of the world, the RPRs, the um, Ruttenberg, right? The Baird Mourners of the world. Wherever you work, feel free, tell us where you work. Um, you want to make sure that you are maximizing that seller's property and you want to ask the questions at that appointment. And by the way, and this isn't in my notes, all of you should have a kit in your car with a measuring, the laser measure or measuring tape. Oh, maybe I should give you that. I just built this for our agents. They don't know it. It is the, your, your car kit, a, a new real estate agent's kit. Um, June, it's in the new box. You don't get the box, but I'll email it. So that's your number uh, three. Number four, I want you to, and we've talked about this in a previous live. I want you to grab the old listing sheet if available. And number five, I want you to look at the assessor sites for details. So depending on what, depending, and every assessor is different. I live in DuPage County in Illinois, but we go to Wayne Township for the assessor. If you live in the Illinois marketplace and you're in Cook County, but you live in Chicago, you're going to the Cook County assessor. So, and some of you have parishes, where, wherever you are, you need to look at the actual assessor site. Don't just assume Remind, uh, Realist, and RPR are perfect. You still need to go to the assessor site because appraisers are going to that site. All right, so here we go. So we're like on number nine and number five, and now I've got seven steps for my number five of number nine. So look at the assessor site. Number one, your seller form um, for updated items of the, of the home. Number two, why they bought the home. Number three, your listing input sheet. Number four, the old listing sheet. Number five, the tax report, RPR, Remind, or Realist. 
Number six, a blank sheet of what you want the seller to update. So now you could create another form. Like you could have a um, your dream list for the seller and you got to get creative. And remember, I, have, I may not have said this. Yes, I did. You need to pay attention to the seller as you go. So you are taking notes. Like if you came, man, I can't even turn my camera. We're, we're going to actually have all of the carpet ripped out on the second floor. So eventually I'll let you see my bedroom one day. So you can't even see my closet. My closet, I'm looking at it, always starts organized every season, color coordinated, but I am moving a mile a minute. Yeah, you can't even see it. And I own that. And I was just telling my husband, watching all of you on Instagram, you make me want to take one of the kids' bedrooms closets and make it like a showcase. I was like, yeah, I'm going to upgrade my life. But anyway, I say this to say on the sheet of paper, here's your yellow, yellow notepad or another sheet. You flip to it and you write down, I need the seller to clean off all of their dressers. I need the seller to clean under the bed. Or I need the seller to go buy flat bins for under the bed for every kid in the house. And then they're going to tell them, you're walking through, you get to the kid's room. Okay, kid's rooms need to be cleaned, but you're going to make it a process. Then, um, and then you get to the kitchen and you say to the seller, um, do, do you mind if I look in your drawers? They let you look in the drawers. Okay, great. Thank you. Do you mind if I open the fridge? You write down, oh, the kitchen is nasty. Now, I mean, the refrigerator is gross, but you're not going to write it that way kitchen refrigerator needs to be cleaned and then you might write down a note that says maybe the seller needs to hire someone to clean up right so you're taking all these notes and then you see the seller has like so much furniture in the living room and nothing in the study and you're like I need them to move this 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 and this and this right so you wrote all this you're taking notes as you walk through okay Yolanda thank you Thank you. That's why someone's cleaning my house today. Um, and then what you're going to build is a timed outline. And this timed outline, could you can actually fill out at the end. But here, I'll give you the point for the timed outline in a minute. Okay, so now we're at number 10. Don't worry, I'll review or you can watch the replay. And I'm going to post this as a blog. So number 10, have a plan of action. If you start walking through the home, walk through um, the home like a buyer. And yes, at the beginning, so you could take this back to the beginning of the, of the conversation. Thank you so much for letting me preview your home. Would you like to have a conversation first? And you can say what you would say, or what I would really love to do is walk through your home with you, but I'm going to walk through like I'm a buyer, but I'm just going to walk through. I'm going to ask you questions about your home as a, as a real estate agent, but I'm going to have put on the, the glasses of a buyer because at the end, my job is to help you create a dream for the person that's going to move in. And by the way, if I say anything that's offensive, just know you want it to come from me and not the feedback from a buyer. Although it's never required that a buyer give feedback. So if I say something you don't like, just know full, we all live in our homes. If you could see my closet it gets cleaned every quarter or every season. So got, kind of give them a reason to relax, but also tell them that your job is to help the buyer want to move in when they walk in. But so you could say that at the beginning. Um, so, and then, okay, so, and then say, um, yes, it's okay to ask questions as you go and say, we are going to walk through the home. I'll take notes as I go as if I was buying the home. 
and I'll write down what I want you to update, organize, or clean. And you might say, I'm going to give you my dream as a real estate agent and what I think a buyer would want, but it doesn't mean you have to do it. My job is to help you. Right. You're, I like that, Velma. You are a part of their team. My job is to help you sell your home for the highest price and at um, within the first so many days, because based on the market, the market says your home should be under contract in this many days. That goes back to research. Okay. Number 11, use the listing input sheet to add what you didn't know when you started the MLS listing. So I actually, in our MLS, we have something called reverse prospecting. And I want every agent to put in um, their properties in a, as a draft because we can do reverse prospecting. Now that's a conversation for another day, but the more work you do up front, when the seller says, yes, flip the switch, put that property on the market so it's sent out to thousands of websites, you've already done the work. And you can actually show them what their property would look like once it goes on the market in your multiple listing service. Okay, now let's see. Um, Number 12, once you've seen the entire home, take a moment to sit with the seller. This is where you can say, is there a comfortable spot you would like to sit in so we can kind of go over a few things? I only need about 10 minutes and I'll be out of your hair. And however many minutes you think, because you've already figured out that the seller is going to talk or you've already figured out that the seller is, you already knew they're an engineer and they're like, let's just get this done. I got to get the house on the market. Okay. Hiring an organizer is very valuable. So this is where, love that Yolanda, you might already have a stager in mind. Um, I have a couple of stagers that I could refer. You might even say, um, you would. You might have some uh, someone with you on your team to say, this is the person that's gonna actually walk behind me, take notes, and they're gonna be the person that's gonna tell you what they want you to do at the end. You might come out of pocket with that. If the stager comes back. I would be great for that. Not in my own house, but man, I can fix somebody else's house in a heartbeat. And I'll, so let me, I'll give you the example now. So one of my neighbors had to sell their home and they were like, we're moving to Arizona. I'm like, okay, great. So I went through the house and as soon as we, I got to the house, we walked through the house and, and they said, okay, Carrie, we're going to get rid of all the furniture. We're going to clean out the entire house. We're going to leave the kids' bedrooms because they're going to stay here because they're still in school. And we're going to get everything out. We're going to replace the, the kitchen counters to granite. And we're just going to paint this, the first floor. And I'm like, okay, let's go. I didn't comment. I, we walked through the whole house. And at the end, we sat in the kitchen. And I said, let me tell you what I want. I don't think you need to change your counters to granite. But they're like, nope, we're going to do it. I'm like, okay, fine. I said, but here's what I want you to do. If you're going to paint, paint the whole house. And they said they wanted to put carpet on the first floor. I said, if you're going to put in carpet, put in carpet in the whole house. I said, um, so that would be my dream list. In addition to that, they had like chrome light fixtures. And I'm like, I like that, Pat. Bring the organizer with. I asked them to replace all, replace all of the face plates on the outlets and the light switches and all of the light fixtures to the current trend. Don't feel like you have to say what the trend is. Tell them you can go to Pinterest and you can figure out what you really want to do. This, and then I said, and I said, why are we getting rid of, rid of all of the furniture? They're like, we're not taking it with, so we just want a clean house now. I said, okay, let me tell you what I want. I want, I want your entire living room set. I want you to keep the kitchen bistro table. I want you to keep the dining room table. 
and I want you to get rid of this, 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 and this. Then what I want you to do, excuse me, and oh, I've lost my coffee, water. Then what I want you to do is I want you to take what's in the living, in, in this study, they had like seven to 10 pieces of furniture in like an office study. I said, I want you to take this, this, and this, put it in the living room. And I want you to make this a true study. And then they did everything I asked. And then they said, when I went back to the second appointment, they were like, Carrie, we wish we had asked you to do this prior because they love the new setup. I'm great with someone else's furniture, not my own. I swear I'm hiring someone to come fix me. And then we're going to all come and have coffee with Carrie at my house. Don't tell Mark. I'm just doing it. I compensate for the first initial action plan. If they want more services, they create their own arrangement. I'm telling you, in Illinois, Kim with the declutter box is fabulous. She is a stager that uses your own furniture. She talks about how you have to have lights in at least three corners of the, of the room. I mean, she does, and she'll do an estate sale. Women's Council. Love Women's Council. Okay, so you keep throwing in your suggestions. And if you have questions, throw them in the Q&A. And in a moment, we're going to get there. All right. Um, number 13, things you should already know. Um, remind, this, these are questions you, you might ask. Remind, now, when I say you should already know this, this should have been a part of the, the initial discovery call. The initial discovery call. If you missed that, you can go to my bio here on Instagram and I have guides of previous IGTVs. Um, love it. I have an interior design background and offer staging to best presentation. Use professional when you can. Linda, that is absolutely fabulous. We, we should have a conversation because maybe that's the clubhouse or the Instagram live, or maybe we could stream that. You should be writing a journal on that. Okay. So um, remind me of when you, uh, when you want your home on the market, let make them say it again, remind me of why you're moving, because this will help you with their motivation, tell them what you love about the home, tell them, tell them everything you love, and then go over what you want the seller to correct with a timeline. Okay, so Mr. and Mrs. Seller, here's what I want. And then you have your timeline printed out. And you can make it beautiful on Canva. What I'd like you to do, you said you want your home on the market in 30 days. Now you can start filling it in. It, what I, and then this is where that seller download comes into play. Put in a plan of action of what you want them to do to get the house ready. Then um, on that timeline, I tell the seller what you know they might feel, um, that they might feel overwhelmed and that's okay. I, there's a G Dunstan talks about how when he goes to a listing appointment, he has like a bag. He says, you might get overwhelmed, here's a bottle of wine. You might cry, here's a box of tissue, and your stomach might get upset, here's some Pepto-Bismol. Like, he made it fun. I'm not saying you need to do that, but sometimes it can be an icebreaker. Think about who you are and how you can make this an easy process with the seller. Okay, so see, Ebony is motivating you, Linda. All right, so um, number 14, when you leave today, um, you will create, tell the seller, I'm going to create a market analysis uh, for your property um, and set up your listing agreement. Um, you can also leave paper copies of any disclosures you want the seller to fill out. However, 
you will also send all of that information via DocuSign, DotLoop, HelloSign, whatever e-signature program you are using. Have I gotten a listing when I do this? Yes, I'm going in one step. I'm, I'm getting the listing. I'm telling you how to get the listing right now. So, um, so you're saying, so when I leave today, this is, these are my next steps. I'm gonna create a market analysis. You may already have the market analysis created because remember, it's all a part of the research. You just didn't have it. You, you might even have some basic data. Add this to the list. Add this to number 19. Have some data for the seller in that packet. You're not giving them the full market analysis because you hadn't seen the home. Now, if you live in the subdivision, I'm, 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 I know the market. I know it's already sold down the block across, over here across the street. I know it's on the market because I live in the subdivision. So again, when you leave today, you will create a market analysis and set up the listing agreement in DocuSigner.loop. You can also leave paper copies of any disclosures uh, for the seller to read and go over, okay? Leave that timeline. Number 15, tip. At the beginning, you may want to say that although you are here to get their home on the market, I kind of talked about this already. Uh, oh, no, I didn't. You, at the beginning, you might want to remind them that you are, um, because you are here, you are now acting as an agent. If the, and if you know they're interviewing multiple agents, you might want to say that I, I believe that after this conversation today and after preview, previewing your home, I am pretty sure I'm the best candidate to list your home. Own it. Own it. Own it. Write that down. Write that on your mirror in your bathroom. Own it. You are the best candidate. But if you are, if I'm here, if you're relocation and you're competing, you need to say to them, if there's anything you don't want to disclose to me, don't disclose it. And you could, because... If they tell you they're getting a divorce and then they don't list with you, you have leverage. You do. Um, work with um, your license law on that one. Um, then, um, again, because you can say not until the paperwork is signed. But we will take care of that via DocuSign and dot loop. I can send that over later today um, or tomorrow if that's easier. Like give them and don't give them an option to opt out. You are sealing the deal. Say, I'll send that later today or tomorrow. What is easier for you? Close it. Get that listening. All right. Number 16. You have not because you ask not. Like, close the deal. I just told you. It is our fault for saying, okay, well, if you decide to pick me, um, I'll be in touch. No. Close the deal and follow up. I'm working on my husband with this one. Um then follow up with a thank you note. That thank you note could have already been written. Go take it to the mailbox when you leave. Or as a matter, yeah, take it to the mailbox when you leave because something could have changed and they might reschedule at the last minute. So we have the listing agreement already pre-filled. Yes, absolutely. Put it, first of all, all of you should have a um, template in dot loop or DocuSign ready to go. You could even have it pre-filled out so when you get back to the office, you can say, I'm going to have my staff get all of that paperwork ready and you'll have it within a couple of hours. But you already know you're the staff and you're sending it. Yes, yeah, saved in DocuSign or dot loop. Have that stuff ready. It's our fault that we don't get deals. Um, so let's review. And I don't remember what my number 19 was, but someone remind me. Um, do your research. The house and the seller, know who you're working with. So you can do your data analysis, 
You can go preview the property. You, you know, if there's power lines next door, you need to know. Are they on a cul-de-sac? Go do your research. And you probably need to call the city to find out how the city works with new listings. Is there an inspection? Um, yeah, have it ready and sign before I leave. You Listen, you could say, you know what? Give me a few minutes. Um, I had my staff fill this out. I just got a text and I can send it to you now. So you can open up DocuSigner.loop and send it. Get the paperwork signed. Um, number two, you rem remember to have your seller packet ready. Number three, preview the home and pay attention to details. Pay attention. Like, is there crown molding? I have a tray ceiling here in my bedroom. We have um, recessed lighting throughout the house. Um, you, When you get to a bathroom and one of the bathrooms isn't updated, like, I don't know what it is with homeowners, we all update the powder room, the, the kid's bathroom, and then the seller's bathroom isn't updated. Our bathroom is not updated. The cleaning lady was like, yeah, your bathroom needed some work. Pay attention. Ask them if they're going to fix it or update. Um, watch for hesitation. Pay attention. You need to become a discerner of that person. And then how, how are you going to deal with the hesitation? Number four, don't show up with a yellow notepad. Use your iPad with a fillable form or make sure you have my seller download. Make sure you have your forms and your timeline ready to leave with the homeowner. Number six, tell, um, number five, have a timeline that you fill out and leave with the seller with action items. And those actions items might be, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, I'm the best person for you to be frustrated with, but here's what I need you to do. I need you to hit Walmart, T, um, uh, Home Goods, not Home Goods, uh, Menards, Home Depot, Lowe's. I need you to get some bins because what I need you to do is start packing to create a dream and, and use a closet as an example. If you walk into a closet and the closet has too much stuff, step back and say, what I'd like to do is, can we go look at a few properties this week? Because I want you to see what the neighbor's house looks like because as much as I know you love your clothes, we need the buyer to see themselves in your property. So Now's a great time to start packing up your valuables. Now's a great time to pack up the items you're not wearing. Start preparing for the move. When the, sell, when the buyer walks into your house, they wanna see that they can put all of those nice items in your closet. They do. So make sure um, you're, you're updating the seller on what they need to do uh, with, with that timeline. Number six, tell the seller your next steps. Yes, what your next steps are. You're going to seal the deal. And number seven, go back to the office, prepare, and send a sample of the preview listing market agreement and send your listing agreement. It is up to you to seal the deal. Okay, so I went through a lot. Hey, Sarah. I went through a lot. I even told you. I didn't really tell you guys why the cleaning lady is here this morning or today. She's still here, Sarah, she's still here. She's been here since eight. Um, do you have any questions? So I have one question in the Q&A. Let's go see. When is the Evernote class coming? I could have one. I think I need, Marky is the true Evernote queen. So maybe we might have to collaborate on that one. But I promise you today or by tomorrow, I will send you my, I really do have Evernote templates. like. I have a notebook, let's see. I have, uh, let's see, I think they're under 
templates. Here they are. Here, I'll show you. Here is my listing checklist and you can create like a notebook. I know you guys see the ring light now, but like I have a true template of everything you need to do when you get to, it, it's literally a checklist. Like I have a checklist of everything you need to do when you get to the house and you could like build this out however you want. And then because I have this new handy iPad, I could then use this new app I have called GoodNotes. And you could use GoodNotes to actually just write notes. So there you go. That was a lot. Yeah, I know. I do. You probably use uh, uh, OneNote in Outlook. I mean, Microsoft. So you're welcome. Any other questions? Let me tell you, the, 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 one of my um, nieces, she told me about GoodNotes. And this new iPad was worth every penny, every single penny. It might've been like 10 bucks worth every penny. Yes, the, the, so my checklist will go into the checklist workbook, but I was just saying, I don't, you can take the yellow notepad. I'm saying, don't just bring a yellow notepad because if you only bring a notepad, how do you know what to ask? How do you know what to ask? Now, clearly I could go to your house today with nothing and ask all the right questions because I've been doing this for over 20 years. I could even, yeah, I, so my point is, is go prepared, look professional, have your, look, if it's old school um, clipboard, go for it. If it's an iPad, that's fine. That's the reason for, so you can have a notepad. It's okay. Um, you could even have blank sheets of paper that you're going to write on. I, before I got really savvy with the checklist on asking the seller um, everything they've, they've updated, like how old is the furnace? How old is the roof? How old is your hot water tank? How old is the, what is the age? You don't have to say how old. What is the age of your air unit? Um, when is the last time you had the rent windows replaced? Well, never. Okay, same windows. When is the last time you have the driveway sealed? Like you'll eventually, you'll know what to ask. But like when you go into a room, if you go into the laundry room, the question is, is how old are, what are the, what's the age of the, Washer and dryer. Oh, they were with the house when I bought it. And when did you buy the house? Oh, 2012. Oh, like, and, and even when you walk into the kitchen, if you walk into the kitchen, like you really need to pay attention. If the seller has a white refrigerator, a stainless steel microwave and a stainless steel stove, write that down because that could be an issue for a buyer. P the buyers today, depending on the buyer, they're going to say, what are we doing? The buyer now knows they want to replace it. Although that shouldn't be the buyer's ultimate decision on if they buy that house or not. Because I had a buyer say, look, they could take all this stuff because I'm, I have issues with everybody else's stuff. I'm replacing everything. Like I had a buyer, brand new washer and dryer. She was like, they can take it. I don't want any, I want my own brand new stuff where no one has washed clothes. Okay, let's see. Was a checklist on the seller download? Yes, it was. There's like a list, but it, let me say, 
there was like a checklist of the basics, but you could fill in anything in addition. So I think I had the hot water tank, the furnace, like the roof, some appliances, basic info, but I made it so you can put in what you typically see in your marketplace. Fillable seller forms. How do you download them as a fillable PDF? Now, if you got the seller download, it's in Google Drive. So if you got the seller download, it's in Google Drive and it's already fillable. Um, are, am I going to send a template to purchase a seller packet? Yes, you'll get it within sometime by tomorrow. It'll take me a minute to send. Uh, so let's see. Oh, got more questions. What is your preferred method of marketing? Cold calling, door knocking, postcards, etc. I am, um, my preferred method is my sphere of influence. My second preferred method is mailing to the subdivision where I live. Um, and I should, I didn't even talk about social media, but I am more likely to generate a lead from Facebook. Then Snapchat, then LinkedIn, then Instagram, believe it or not. So if I, if in a perfect world, when I didn't have deep pockets, pre-social media, if that's a thing, I walked my neighborhood. So I, first of all, you need to know your marketplace. In my marketplace, typically people are more likely to pick me from a direct mail piece. Yeah. So good question. Go with what you really, so I would say test. If you're okay with cold calling, go for it. I am, I, it was painful back in 2001. It's painful today. I, can it be done? Does does it work? Yes. I know of at least three agents off the top of my head that cold call. I know of an agent in the Evanston marketplace. She does the Mike Ferry strategy. She cold calls Monday through Friday from nine to 11. She schedules an appointment at three or five o'clock for her listings made $350,000. It works. So good question. Pick what works for you. All right, let's see. Um, where can we get your seller sheet? I might be calling it the wrong name. So if now send me a DM, if you bought the seller download, it was in my, it was in my link tree. If you didn't, I'll send you a link to get 50% off. I'll, I'll put it back in my link tree. Let's see my fingers here. Uh, let's see. Can you explain one day on how to set up the buyer consultation? Yes, that's my next plan. But because I know all of you need listings, I have a whole kit for buyers. I love buyers. So I have a whole kit. You watched my video and couldn't get it to work. I was stuck at making it live. I've got questions. Like, was it the uh, Smart Girl Media, Smart Girl University, and you couldn't figure that out? Yeah, send me a DM, Donna. All right. All right, so I saw some questions pop up in the feed. All right, how do I handle size of roof on a condo, handle size of roof on a condo building? Like, I'm not sure what you mean, but I would ask the question, when has the association last updated the roof? Now, we didn't even talk about condos. Like they're all, all like you want to ask it, when you get to the seller um, at the appointment, you want to ask, do they have their condo docs? When is the last time they received an update? Do they keep a copy? As a matter of fact, there's your next reel. Do you own a condo or a townhouse? Things you should keep. The um, 
uh, your financials for the association, the condo docs, any bylaws, any bylaw updates, that would be a nice reel. So if that's what you mean, you want to ask the association, ask them to ask when the, the, the roof was updated. Challenging, challenging, buyers with less than 700 credit score cannot get condo approval, even if they get mortgage approval. You know, it just, it depends on your marketplace and it depends on condos. Like condos out here are flying off the shelf. In the city of Chicago, they're sitting a little bit longer. And if there are more rentals in a condo building, yeah, like we could go down a rabbit hole with that one. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, I like the hearts. Yeah, tap the hearts. So I want to say thank you for joining me. Coffee with Carrie live time might go back to an earlier time since Goldman Sachs ends next week, but it won't be until May. It might be a little bit earlier because I think all of you are in your car watching me. So again, thanks for watching. Um, if you are listening to the podcast, join me on CarrieJoLittle.live. And also join me, subscribe to my YouTube channel because I'm now going live there a little more often. This is recorded as long as I end within 60 minutes. So it will be in IGTV tomorrow. Yeah, if you're in Marquis 6 and 12 group, I'm going live on Facebook. I got to go look at my topic for tomorrow, but I will be talking about uh, Facebook tomorrow at 9 a.m. Happy to come up there from Louisville and organize your closet. Ellen? Um, Mark and I are coming to Louisville. So we, we sneak to, to Louisville and just stay in a hotel that will take my Shih Tzu. So I'll keep you posted and we'll meet on that little strip that's kind of cool. Yes, I'm, Steve, I'm coming back to earlier. I'm still celebrating my birthday. I'm still celebrating. And if you guys did not see the live where I goofed, go back and listen to the live. And if you're listening to the podcast, yes, join me on carrylittle.com.